Welcome to NCBR's Elite Agent Podcast, the ultimate resource for real estate professionals looking to elevate their skills, master their craft, and achieve unparalleled success in this incredible industry. Hi, and welcome to this episode of NCBR's Elite Agent Podcast. I'm excited to be here today with Jennifer Bovey Kelly, and we are going to be talking about work-life balance and how, as a busy real estate agent, you can also balance the things you need to do in your personal life. So Jen, welcome, and thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thank you, Rhonda. I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. So Jen, where do you think we should start this conversation? I feel like it's a great conversation to have um, because I feel like in this industry, it's so easy for us as real estate agents to get so busy in our careers and our professional world that sometimes we become very unbalanced in our personal life. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think we could all relate to like what happened in 2020 and how it has changed our worlds in so many ways including work-life balance. We actually had to figure out how to balance life at home again when we were stuck at home. Mm. And it was a whole new thing that we had to figure out. And you know what? We actually did figure it out. Coming out of COVID, it's been a whole nother habit that we've had to figure out of how do you work-life balance now again when you're back into the world. And I think where we're at right now is a lot of people are trying to find that balance. And uh, just being completely honest with you, there's going to be days that it will be off balance and you have to be okay with that. Um, I think the one thing I would say is your balance is yours. You can't, you, you can't try to be somebody else's balance or, or whatever they're doing, try to do because it just will always yeah. get frustrating or you'll feel defeated or you'll feel exhausted and, and you won't be able to find that balance. Find what is true to you and you're able to figure out and, and that's what you work on. Yeah, and, and I love that because I think that's a, a really good reminder or maybe it's not even a reminder. Maybe it's the first time that somebody is hearing it put that way, that it, it is yours and it's your it's your journey and it's what balanced means to you and right and, and to your family. Yeah, you know, I say that, Rhonda, because I get asked a lot, like, how do you do it? How do you do all of these things and and, and manage it, balance it? And you know what? The reality is some days I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it just doesn't always go as as you intend it to go or as smooth as you would. Yeah, I will tell you that the way that I'm able to manage it, it works for me. Mm -hmm. It works for me because I, I have, you know, a certain level of whatever it is that gives me the opportunity to handle the levels that I'm able to handle, if that makes any sense. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And do you, um, in speaking in, in like a general sense, like do you have a couple of tips on just things that, that we can focus on and think about, right? If you're, you know, if you're trying to maintain, if you're feeling out of balance or you're feeling really overwhelmed or you're feeling like you work all the time, mm -hmm. Um, I remember, you know, a few years back, that was me. That was me. I was working seven days a week. I was working 80 hours a week. Go, go, go. I never put my phone down. I didn't know how to unplug myself. Um, and a lot of it was, you know, it, I ended up breaking dates with my family, et cetera. I was really, really unbalanced. And, and I readily admitted it. And I almost wore it like a badge of honor, mm -hmm. I feel like, in many cases. And I, I think maybe there's others of us out there who, who feel that way. And I really had to do something. So... Um, like, do you have a couple of tips that we can talk about on somebody who maybe is in that place and like, I need to do something. Mm -hmm. 
and but I don't know where I don't know how to yeah I I mean a couple of things that I would say is write it down what like write out what you're feeling because when you see it written down on a piece of paper you're able to visualize how you could come up with some sort of plan or idea of how to make a a balance Mm -hmm. Uh, you know one of the things that I talk about or people talk about when they're talking to me like how because we talk with I don't sleep like I don't I don't have a a regular sleeping pattern where I go to sleep at eight o'clock at night and wake up at six o'clock in the morning or or whatever the case is my sleep is definitely different and I don't sleep as long as somebody else but I am able to manage that for my world Mm -hmm. and my life and I'm able to function at the level that I'm able to with the amount of sleep I get Yet somebody else who has to have eight hours or more of sleep might not function on, on, on what they need to get accomplished that day. So what I would say is, one, know, know who you are. Like write out who, who you are. Do you need eight hours of sleep? Do you need to make sure that you're waking up at six o'clock in the morning to go work out, to drink your water, to have your, your routine? Or are you just going to write that out and not do it? Because that will actually frustrate you more by writing out a plan that's not you and you not Mm. getting it done. So my first tip would say, write out who you are. Just write it out. Like, who who are you right now? And then write out a plan on who you want to be. And then in between those two, you're going to find the balance. I love that. That's actually great advice. That, that's great, great, great advice. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely that person. I need to be up at 5 a.m. so that I can get my routine done in the morning and then I function better throughout the day knowing I got a few key things done right. during the day. I also do like to try, I try to get seven hours of sleep, of sleep a night. Um, but like you said, some people don't need that much sleep. And yeah, I'm not a doctor yet. I have heard some studies and they're all <laughs> over the place where you have to get eight hours. You have to, uh, what I've heard recently is as long as you're consistent in your sleep pattern, meaning it's more important for you to go to sleep at 10 o'clock at night, every night and wake up at seven o'clock in the morning or whatever it is, mm-hmm. rather than getting eight hours or more of sleep. Um, I did read that just recently in a study and I'm like, that's me. So that, that is, uh, that's, great. that's definitely something that I relate to. I love that. I love that. Okay. So, so to recap that, we're going to write down who we are today mm-hmm. and what's important to us, That's those right. key things, and who we want to be moving forward. And then we're going to fill in that space in between right. to get from point A to point B. Absolutely. And I would say maybe taking baby steps, not maybe changing everything all at once or feeling like you have to transform overnight. Oh, you're so right. So we've talked about this plenty of times before, but Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody, you know, next week when it's the new year or when it is the new year, what do you see at the gym? Everybody is lined up behind a cardio machine for the first two weeks because everybody has a plan that they're going to get healthy and and in shape in the new year. Mm -hmm. And what we see two weeks into that plan is a lot less people there two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, and then the fifth week of that plan, the gyms are back to silent or or less (laughs) activity. Mm -hmm. So, and the reason for that, I think, is because people just try to throw something together as much as they can. They're going to exercise seven days a week, two times a day, and that's just not realistic, and that's not set for them. So I absolutely agree. Take the baby steps, really figure out what is the most important thing for you to look at adjusting now. Mm -hmm. And then once you adjust that one thing, go to the next. Love that. Yeah, I love that. Let's let's shift gears a little bit and let's talk about um, 
setting expectations for our clients because I think this is also a really big topic and something super important to do that aids in being balanced at home mm -hmm. when you don't feel that you have to be on your phone and looking at your phone and feeling buzzes on your phone and responding to buzzes on your phone 24 hours a day. What do you think is like the best way for um, a for a new agent to set expectations and and what do you think is the best way for an agent who is maybe seasoned and set in their ways and has been that agent for a great number of years mm -hmm. doing that responding all the time and how they can then correct that a little bit to start to set some expectations and here's the thing with that some agents and their families are just okay with that type of of response. Mm -hmm. Some agents will absolutely respond at 11 o'clock at night or whenever they, they need to and feel like it's okay. And some families are okay with them handling their business that way. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're not that family and you're, you're in a position where you are exhausted from answering messages at all times of day and feeling glued to your phone and feeling like there's almost like a, um, I don't know, like a habit of looking at your phone all the time. What is that called when you're like always looking at your phone? I don't know, but now I want to know. Yeah, it, it's... it's <laughs> I'm going to have to Google that. <laughs> it's almost like, oh gosh, it's at the tip of my tongue of what... It's not a habit, but it's like a... Okay, can't think of it You're right going to remember it at 3 a.m. Of course I will. Of course I will. So oh, it's like almost an addiction to your yeah, phone, right? Yeah. So it, that's exactly it. It's almost like an addiction. Like you have to check your phone if, you know, there's a Facebook message on there or a notification yeah. on there or whatever. That, you know, if, if you're almost in... fear of missing out. Exactly, yeah. yeah. If you're in that spot and you're, I need to step back from that, it goes right back to what we were just talking about. Move Facebook off your phone. Take it off your phone. Like eliminate the distractions that are actually causing you to answer your phone all the time. Mm -hmm. There's a wonderful thing on iPhones, and I'm sure on Androids, I just only speak iPhone. <laughs> um, the, on, on iPhone, there's the focus. Yes. There's the focus part where you, I mean, a lot of us know of, of this, yet we don't use it. Yeah, if you set a standard for yourself that, hey, you know what, I really want to start working on X, Y, and Z to make my life better, then focus could be one of those things where you say, you know what, from this time to this time, the only people that could get through to me are the important people that I cannot miss a call on. Mm -hmm. and, you know, who like are that. those people? Um, so I would use focus um, if that is something. Mm -hmm. Focus on your phone where it, it basically puts it on do not disturb and it does not send you any kind of buzz notification or anything during that time frame that you set. And mine, I set it for 7 p.m., um, most nights, um, and then I'm, I'm sorry, I, I reversed that. It was 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. is mm -hmm. is my do not disturb period that I absolutely shut my phone down. Okay, um, I shut my don't where you know if it I won't see it until the next day. Yep, yeah, and, I, and one I, little thing. Yeah, and I think that's a great tip of, of decide what that time yeah. is, and do that. Do not disturb is is a great tool. Um, I it's, would say it's a small way to start just, yes. working on a habit of less, right? Less yeah. phone, less interruptions. Exactly. Yeah. Or I mean, put your do not disturb if you're going into a movie or you're absolutely right. Turn it off or you're at dinner. I mean, I, I know for years I would go to dinner and I would always have my phone either like on my lap or I would have it on the table. And I probably didn't even realize the number of times I was looking at my phone when I was out to dinner with either my husband or we're out with, with friends, right? You don't even realize that you're doing it because you're so accustomed to it. 
but now I put my phone either like in my coat pocket if, if I'm wearing a coat and it's on my chair or I'll put it in my bag so that way um, and I'll turn I also have the you know you have the watches on that buzz as well sometimes you can't get away from the buzz I'll also just disconnect it so it's not so I'm not I can put you put if you put it on theater I think um, theater is the setting that will it'll not alert you like if you're at a play or something, you can, there is a theater setting. I mean, so, there are ways. There yeah, are ways, ways. To... And just starting those little things. It's okay if you don't respond for an hour, if you're at dinner or an hour and a half. And then, you know, or letting people know, listen, I'm actually going to be, I'm stepping in. I say a lot of times if somebody reaches out to me just as I'm getting someplace, I'm just stepping into dinner. If I don't reach back to you later this evening, if it's too late, I'll try you first thing in the morning and, and being, I think, okay to say that. Yeah. And you know, I think that was going to be my second point. And is if you can't do that, put the focus on or, you know, eliminate the distractions in some way, shape or form, then just set the precedence to whoever you're talking to or who you're surrounding yourself with at that time. If you if you're proactive about it and say, hey, listen, I just want to let you know, I'm going to have my phone on the table. And the only reason is, is because I'm waiting for a really important offer to come in and it's time sensitive. So I just, I hope you're okay with that. Would you yeah. be okay with it? So asking permission and letting them know ahead, like setting it up ahead of time and That's saying, right. you know, I, I, you are important to me. This, this conversation, this setting is really important to me yet. I, I am going to have my phone out for this reason. So if you can't do the focus part, at least, you know, set yourself up. So you're explaining the situation. I love that. Yeah. That's, that's great. Um, so just to recap those, those tips, right? So write down who you are today, who you want to be tomorrow, and then take those baby steps into filling in the gap from here to there, um, setting expectations, um, with your clients and using the tools that are available through focus, through do not disturb, maybe through theater mode, if you have a smartwatch. Um, and then as Jen just said, asking permission, if there is something that you really need to be waiting for and attuned to that might be happening, um, because right, as we know, in this business, things are time sensitive offers come in. And sometimes we do negotiate into the late evening hours, um, especially if it's in a multiple offer situation. So if you are in within company, just letting those know what, what to expect and asking that, that permission up, up front. Mm -hmm. Anything else, Jen? Yeah, no, I just think it goes the other way too. You know, the person who is calling you, I think set the stage for them as well and let them know the setting that you're in and say, you know, just so you know, I am answering the call right now, yet I am out to dinner with my friends and family. And I, you know, I do have a minute, a two, whatever it is. Yeah, I can call you back after this dinner to have a deeper conversation with you. So setting the stage on both sides, I think, yeah. is, is an important piece to that. Yeah, absolutely. And not and not being afraid to, to say right. that, not having to pretend. I think a lot of times, like I see agents um, and myself included, that we would we would say, oh, I'm available 24 hours a day. Right. We're, we're really not, nor should we be right. available 24 hours a day and, because they're not. But you know, some people not. might say that and, and it could be, that could be okay for them. Like, that really could. Yeah. So if, if that is, yeah, here's the thing. You have to be available 24 hours. Yeah. So right. if somebody calls you, I mean, I've had the calls at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I am not available at two o'clock in the morning. Like, <laughs> yes. no. Um, so so I, I won't say that. But if somebody else says that, that's fine. Here's the thing. Don't overpromise and underdeliver that fact. Right. Yes. Because they will use it. If that's yes. the standard you're setting, that is it. Mm -hmm. You can't take that back. You can't take that back. Yeah. And, and you know, when you're doing consultations with sellers, with buyers, with new clients, just explaining to them, A, how you work and the hours you work and what they can expect. But then also, I think, asking them, 
as well what they would prefer. What is their best form of a way to communicate, right? Do you want phone calls after? Because sometimes, you know, you might, it may not be a time sensitive offer, but you may find out some information about something that you're like, you know, and it might be like 8.45, 9 o'clock at night, and you're like, should I reach out to my client right now? Do they, do you think they're going to want this information right now? Or should I wait until the morning and, and reach them then, right? right? I mean, the last thing that I'm always like, that I like to be conscious of is like, I don't want to wake them up. People go to bed at 9 o'clock at night or, right? So I don't want the phone to ring and me to be the one that's waking them up. So also asking your clients up front how they want to be communicated with and if there's certain parameters of hours aside from something super time sensitive that they may want to be communicated. That is always something I had in a consultation, whether it be the seller or the buyer, yeah. is how do you want to communicate and what times do you want to communicate? You know, what What I think is important for us as professionals professionals is to know and be extremely proactive on you know how does the seller like to communicate some sellers only want to be called Mm -hmm. some sellers only want to be texted right some just want emails some want all yes right so having that knowledge of how to communicate with them and then setting that up to okay when like when is the most appropriate time for us to have conversations because you know that gives you a really good sense of you know what what is important to them mm-hmm. for, you know, oh, dinner time, please don't call us at dinner time. You know, we're really into sports. So we have sports going on from this time to this time. So if you could, so really having a clear understanding, again, it's just being proactive and asking a lot of questions to everybody. And that's how you find your balance too. Yeah. Cause in those conversations, you're like, you know what? I think, I think I need to start doing that a little bit more whatever that is it could really resonate with you so ask so many questions when you're being proactive in in your seller and buyer approaches uh, because it will help your business for sure I love that the last thing I want us to talk about a little bit is time off and and vacations right because a lot of times we go on vacation we take time off and then we feel like we should be working the whole time and a lot of times we end up working the entire time and not enjoying ourselves not taking that time to rejuvenate ourselves i mean everybody does need a little downtime to to kind of pour back and fill your cup back up again um any thoughts or or you know like what what is your thought on that on ways that you can balance while you're away and on vacation or just taking a day off on how you can still give the best level of service to your clients because like let's face it that's what we all want to do while also being able to get done the things that you want to get done and maybe to enjoy a little bit of time off. And and I love this. And everybody is so different. So you could be talking to one person and you say, you know what, you really need some time off. You need to shut down your computer. You need to t- shut your phone off. You need to do it all because you won't be able to do better without that. And they're going to look at you with a blank face and say, actually, no. I, I re-energize myself by having this done Mm -hmm. and having the satisfaction that this email is taken care of and this phone call has been completed so I I think you got to find the balance of who you're talking to and who it is Mm -hmm. like if you need time off and you can't figure that out go talk to somebody who takes time off and say how do you do it like what are you doing in your life that you're able to take that much time off they're going to be able to give you some pieces of information that could relate to you. Mm-hmm. Some of the things that they're doing probably or might not, yet there are going to be some pieces that they're doing that you could start adding in. Yeah. If you're in a position where you're like, you know what, I don't, I don't need to shut down and you're energized, kudos to you. Like, hey, listen, I give you credit for that. 
that's not me. Like I was that person for a very long time. I think you were or are as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Yet we've dialed back in certain ways because we've realized that there are things that are different that are important to our lives now. Mm -hmm. So I also think it's where you are in life right now on how you take time off. Yeah. If that makes sense. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're in a position where you are really focused on you're going to Disney with your family or doing whatever, you're going to shut down. Mm-hmm. You, When you're at Disney, I could say this because I was just at Disney, and <laughs> it, you have to be like a master of like figuring out the map and the timing of getting on rides and stuff like that. So you cannot be focused on work and that, or they're both going oh, to get Oh, they're both going up, to, yes. Right? They're both going to suffer. But yes. that's what I was focused on was my Disney trip at that mm-hmm. time. And I had leverage. And I think that's a big piece of this. Yeah. Is if you really are planning on taking a day, a week, three weeks, whatever it is, off from your business and you don't want it to get affected in any negative way, having the leverage and support in the who in your life is going to be important to that. Yeah. And again... That's part of finding the balance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think having leverage is definitely part of balance. And, and thinking about that when, when you start down this journey of who, right? Who do you need in your world that can take a little bit of that pressure off when you are trying to do something for yourself and take a little bit of time off? Because I think it, I know that that is, that is the case for me. Um, and you know, and then at the same time, I will also stay connected and, and make sure I am checking emails a couple of times a day, or I will respond to text messages, but, you know, give that to somebody. I will delegate if something needs to happen in a, in a timely fashion to whoever is supporting me back, you know, back at the office. Right. So your, your quick text messages back are not draining you or you're not like, oh my gosh, my balance is way off because I just right. responded to a text message because 90% of it is being handled by someone else or exactly. your leverage piece that you've exactly. set up. Yeah. And now you're only handing a, handling a small portion of it to where you're like, okay, now yeah. I could see where, where this is working out. I don't feel overwhelmed. I don't yeah. feel stressed. I don't feel like I need to go hide in my room for five days right. and yeah. keep the lights off. Yeah, absolutely. And and even if you are a single agent or solo agent and maybe you don't have an assistant or you're not working within a team or you are like, I don't have anybody in that position, you know, just team up with another solo agent while you're away and do the same for them when they're taking time off and just having saying, hey, can you cover me while I'm while I'm not here? I can handle, you know, this much of, of my business, but I might need you to just be here physically for the things I can't do or maybe help with an offer or, or something. But, you know, definitely like buddy up with somebody and have and have just an, a partner that they can cover you. You can cover them when the time comes. Yeah. Leverage doesn't mean you have to hire somebody. That's right. Yeah. It, it means, you know, who do you have in your world that could support you and you could support yeah. them? Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, so as we as we close out, Jen, and I appreciate this conversation so much, what is um, what is like the one takeaway you really want our listeners to to walk away with today? I guess the one takeaway is balance is a great word and uh, striving for it is wonderful. Um, being OK with the unbalanced days is probably the biggest thing I would like for everybody mm-hmm. to take away. Uh, you are absolutely going to have unbalanced days and gaps in your world and finding the solutions and the leverage to help you get back to balance. Um, that's, that's what's important. It's, you know, it, there's no perfection here. Uh, definitely um, look at those who are around you. And if, if they look like they're fully balanced, go a little deeper, ask questions, because I'll guarantee you 
that they have just as many unbalances as as you may mm -hmm. awesome i love that thank you thank you so much for spending time with us today this was yeah. such a great topic um, I think very timely with coming into the new year and also um, just just something I think that speaks to everybody. So thank you so much for your time and your wisdom. It's my pleasure. I love being here. So thank you so much, Rhonda. Yeah, anytime. So thank you so much for tuning in. And we look forward to our next episode with you where we're talking about other great real estate topics for agents. Um, until then, be well, and we will see you soon. Thank you.